This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by our proud sponsors at Kingdom Strollers, providing premium stroller and crib rentals, delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando Resort hotel or vacation home free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup, and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. So book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. And at MousePros.com. Let these Disney travel specialists help plan your next Disney vacation. MousePros.com offers free concierge service to help guide you every step of the way in planning your perfect Disney vacation. Let them sweat the details so you can focus on the fun. Visit MousePros.com for a free no-obligation quote. Ask for Tiki Bird Sean or any of our friendly agents. And now, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 130 for the week of April 17th, 2016. Hello and welcome, Tiki listeners, to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This week on the show, we're going to discuss our top favorite cues in Walt Disney World. You know, cues as an attraction, cues, ride cues, whatever you want to call it. You know, when visiting Walt Disney World, one of the last things you actually may think of is what is your favorite places to wait in line, or at least how you were distracted from making you feel like you're waiting in line. Hence, we have this week's topic, favorite cues. So, this is, once again, a little obscure kind of topic. We've sort of kind of covered this in the past, where we talked about best cue bad ride and... Wait, what was it again? Good cue, bad ride, bad ride, good cue. I think we did this like God, like two years ago Those or something like this. Thing. This is yeah. Enough. Good, good ride, bad cue, bad cue, bad ride, good cue. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So we we sort of kind of went over this a little bit back then, but th- we're just going to go over like the best cues that we prefer that we like when we're in the parks that we I can enjoy mad of doing that. So since Alan is Harry. I'm going to let him go with his, uh, I, I guess, uh, number five Of all choice. of the adjectives that you could have pulled out there, you went with Harry. Harry. You know, like Harry and the Hendersons? Harry and the Hendersons? That's Harry his... Carey? Yeah. He... So you're saying that I'm a Sasquatch? Yes. That is one of the rudest things anyone has ever said to me. How rude. <laughs> It is so rude, I'm not going first. I refuse. That's fine. <laughs> Keith, you can go first now. We'll just put some beef jerky down. He'll be fine in a couple minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I guess that my, my number five, and I mean, this was a hard kind of a list to pull out, but I chose Enchanted Tales with Belle. I do enjoy the theming. The cue itself is not fantastic but as soon as you get into the cottage it's really really cool i mean they did an outstanding job and then i kind of included the pre-show too with uh the magic mirror and stuff that's really really neat that's cheating no it's not that's part of the attraction not part of the queue no it's not it's called the pre-show that's attached to the queue so it's not the actual attraction okay go ahead keith keep going (laughs) 
<laughs> the cottage is really neat. There's lots of small touches in there that if you kind of take your time and look around, it's really, really neat what they did to it. So I have to ask, since you've been through that attraction, I have not been through that attraction. Were the little children scared by you when you were standing there creeping, you know, creeping over them and, you know, looking like the big bad wolf or something like that, like you were going to eat them? Were they scared? Um, actually, no. Children, for some strange reason, they just like me. I guess that when I, I take a look at them, it just like makes them laugh and giggle. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it's just what it is, but, but uh, I tend to make them laugh instead of scare them. Do you Which, carry root beer barrels in I your guess pocket? Good thing. Uh, no. Oh, I was just curious. That's creepy. That that I know. Even, it's kind of like, creepy know that, that an old man is going to the fairy tale cottage with Belle. I'm not old, first of all. You are creepy. Second, I'm not creepy. You're a little creepy. I'm a gentle giant, just like Andre was. Okay, he also ate children. No, he didn't. How do you know? I watched wrestling. Apparently, he didn't. <laughs> You know, it's fake, right? No. Yes. It's, it's scripted. not fake. It's not fake. It's scripted. scripted. It's not fine. Fake. It's still fake. Whatever. Okay, well, that's a good choice. I've never been to the attraction, but I'm Neither sure one but day I've I will. I've heard good things about yeah. it. Yeah. Especially the part of the attraction where the Keith was talking about. Yeah, that's a really cool part of the attraction. <laughs> it's not. It's, but I digress. The pre-show. My, <laughs> my number five. You could argue that it's not part of the queue or the attraction. It is its own entity, but I'll let it slide. Gee, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, my number five is Pirates of the Caribbean. It's just a fun queue. It's night. It's cool inside. It's dark. Um, uh, you know, they they redid it what within the last maybe year or year two? and a half. I don't know. When, when did they do it? Yeah, so, somewhere in that range. And but it's it's nice. Uh, you know the. The skeletons playing chess, and they have the uh, the ultimate stalemate. You know that's a great that's a great little gag there, and mm-hmm. you know the cannons that you walk by, and uh, you know it's it's almost like you're really in you know kind of a, a prison, you know, an old castle or old fort prison. It's it's dark, right. it's kind of dank, and it's really like it. And plus, I mean, plus obviously it's a great attraction, uh, but it, it really builds up to that kind of idea that you're you're being transported to this old. You know, old fort in the Caribbean. Yeah, I'll talk about that a little bit later. That is on my top five list, so I'll talk about it shortly. Keith? It's a fun one. It's nice and cool in there. It's nice and air-conditioned, and uh, it's dark, like Alan said. And anytime that you have stuff to look at other than person in front of you or your phone or something else, it's it's nice to have those things to kind of to set up the attraction, so to speak. Yeah, I can agree with that, definitely for sure. All right, Sean, you're up. All right, so number five for me, kind of an odd choice in a, and, and t- to some people, but I'm going to go with uh, number five with the Seas with Nemo and Friends. And granted, it's not a the world's best attraction, but it does have an awesome queue. I mean, I love walking into it. It is a great queue. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're walking into it, and you're like on a, on a beach in Australia, and you got all the seagrass surrounding you. There's a little bit of a breeze going on. It's nice and cool in there, and then you head and like you head what seems like you're going underwater, and you have fish surrounding you. You have the great music playing. Then you know you walk a little further into that, and there's a boat buoy above you, so you're actually seeing the bottom of the boat, which makes you appear like you're actually underwater. The lighting in there is fantastic. Actually, for a moment, you can actually it really feels like you're underwater. 
at certain points. And granted, we know being underwater wouldn't necessarily look like that, but you can, from a fish's perspective, I guess it would kind of seem like that. So that's really cool. And like I said before, the music, I love the music in there. And it's like one of those like perfect places to go where if you were having a bad day, let's just say you were having a bad day at work and you came home and like this was your entrance into your house, how calming of an effect would that be before you actually step inside your house? Wouldn't you love to be able to do that every day coming home from work? You'd be like, ah, you know, I'm nice and relaxed now. Look at everything around me. It's just so calming and serene. It'd be awesome if I could do that and just kind of walk home and stuff like every day and it feels if you're part like of the ocean and stuff. Um, But the... The queue itself is really cool. It's one of those that does kind of transport you, um, like Sean said. So it's another one that just like sets the mood for you for the attraction. I will say I do miss the hydrolators. Um, yes. But, <laughs> you know, the, the whole queue, I mean, as a whole package, I would say it's not that great of a queue, but I do love the beginning. I do love walking. Like you're walking on the beach and you kind of are walking into the surf and then underwater. It's a really great... It's a great little touch. I, I enjoy it. Uh, the rest of the queue, I mean, the music is nice, but the rest of the queue is kind of just, you know, blue, and and that's fine. But, you know, it's not bad. But I do love the beginning of the queue. Uh, for my my next choice, I am going to go with, with Test Track. I love what they've done. It's not really new now, but the newer the queue uh, where that you just walk in. They've got the, the concept cars that are everywhere and hanging. And there's a fun a film. It tells about like, how they uh, design the cars. And then part where you actually do um, it to make your own car, which is really, really neat. It just it makes it more interactive and it makes you more invested into the attraction itself, which, I mean, it's still the same attraction as once you get into the car, basically, but the queue and leading up to it is really neat. I can honestly say I've never really experienced much of the test track queue. I don't know that I've ever stand done standby for test track ever. I have in the, the old version. The new version, no. I've only done the new version once, and I did Fast Pass for it. We're... I don't think I even stood standby on the old version. I, maybe I did. If I did, I don't remember doing it. I have. I mean, the times I have, it's, you know, they the wait was a lot shorter. Maybe it would have been a 20-minute wait. I right, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I probably did if it was, like, real early or real late at night or something. But, you know, I got lucky on a, at a slow time. Right. But, uh, I mean, I remember the old one. I just remember all the various test uh, test track dummy type things and getting pummeled and the the sledgehammer dropping into the car door and all that stuff uh yeah i remember that so i guess i must have experienced it at some point but the the new one i've I've definitely only done uh fast patch plus the thing about the old queue it kind of reminded me of like a, a six flags amusement park type queue you know really if you think about it wasn't that impressive and the new queue, I, I, you know, like you said, and I said, I, I can't relate to it. I don't know. So uh, I believe you, Keith. <laughs> I support your decision, Keith, uh, though I have no recollection of it myself. So we were there in like February, like the first part of February. And like there was no uh, crowds anywhere. And I think we only stood by maybe like 15 or 20 minutes for it. So it just, it kind of depends on the time of year that you're there and if you can catch it right. Yeah, that's very true. Well, my number four, uh, it's it's kind of in the same vein as Sean's number five. Uh, I'm going with Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid at Magic Kingdom. I love the new queue. Or I, love, I enjoy the attraction anyway. I mean, ultimately it's 
not a great attraction, but it's fun. I love the music for the Little Mermaid, all that stuff. But the queue, I, I enjoy the queue. Same, same concept, kind of. Uh, you're not going underwater, but you, you know, you're approaching the castle. You're going through the rocks. I like the, uh, I like the kind of hidden, not necessarily hidden Mickey's, but you know, you can see the Nautilus in the attraction. Uh, there is uh, the hidden Mickey where the sun shines through the rocks on Mickey's birthday. So you can right. only see it once a year at like 11 a.m. or something ridiculous like that. I mean, that's a that's a really cool touch. That, you know, that's that might be one of the coolest, most obscure hidden Mickeys. Uh, but you know, as you get a little further in, they have the interactive games. And, and those interactive games, to me, aren't nearly as annoying as the ones for Seven Doors Mine Train. Because the line... <laughs> Like that—that's a forty-minute wait, right? Let's say it's a forty-five-minute <laughs> wait for for the mine train, but you're really gonna wait about an hour and a half because people just stop at the games, right. and yeah, they don't really they do. do that as bad for Under the Sea uh, Journey of the Little Mermaid. You know, they, they kind of mess with it and then they move along, and right. so they're interactive and they're fun without slowing the line down as much. I guess you could argue that maybe they're not as interactive and not as fun. And you know, fine. I, I could I could see that point, but I like that you can kind of mess with it and then just keep on moving. You know, and later I think on, that's what it was you, designed to do. Yeah, and that's what interactive yeah. cues are supposed to be. You know, you're bored and there's nothing to do, so you have something to do. But when the line moves, you're like, I'm not that I'm not that invested in what's <laughs> going on. I'm going to move on. Right. And that's not the case for for the other attraction. But that's not what our topic is. So I'll try not to go down that road anymore. <laughs> uh, but I do enjoy that. And you know, later on, you uh, you come across the the animatronic that talks to you, um, um, Scuttle, right. is that his name? Yep. Yeah. And it's just, it's a really good, it's a really good cue. And, uh, you know, for the most part, it's out of the sun, which is obviously always nice in Florida. Even, even though it's outdoors, you're still kind of in the shade. So it's a little bit cooler. It's, it's just a really, really well done cue. I mean, all of New Fantasyland is, I mean, you know, Keith already mentioned one New Fantasyland attraction. All of New Fantasyland is really, really well done theming wise. So I'm going with that one under the sea journey of the little mermaid. That was made my honorable mention list, and the Seas with Nemo and Friends just beat that out for me, just because I, I, the lighting in the Seas with Nemo and Friends just took it for me. But the queue for Little Mermaid is great. It's, it is a little bit long. It does feel like it takes a long time to get through the queue. It is a long queue. Yeah, just all the, the winding and turning and whatnot, but it is a great queue. It's... Not necessarily that colorful, but the what they've done with it, the the rock work is just absolutely incredible. You have to respect the uh, the people who who built that and take that time to to build that and and all the little hidden things that are in there. It is a great queue, and, and I love walking through it. And you get the uh, the added bonus of the exit queue has the hidden steamboat Willie. Yes, that's true. Yeah, it yep. does. Agree with both of the guys. I mean, that whole new fantasy land is just so well done that it's rare to say that it's actually worth it to do like a standby line for anything. But for certain attractions and stuff, it is it's worth it to just to appreciate the artistry that actually went into them. And, and new fantasy land is a great example yep. of that. So, all right, Sean, you're up next. Alan mentioned it before. His number five is my number four, Pirates of the Caribbean. Now, that is typically my favorite attraction in Walt Disney World, Pirates of the Caribbean. It would have been higher up on my list, but because of Fast Pass, it kind of ruins the queue for me. 
because mm-hmm. I would always go to that, the fast pass side of the queue. Cause that's the part I love the most because you got to see the, you know, like how Alan mentioned before the, the chess game that goes on forever and ever and ever the stalemate. Um, I just love that part of the queue a lot more coming down the, the side and you get to hear the pirates in the, the cave there who are having a little bit of a conversation right before you get onto the boat. I love that part of it. And the fast pass just kind of ruined it. And, I'm saddened by that, you know, so now I typically, I don't do fast pass for the ride. I do it for, I just do standby and I go to the other side, which wasn't always my favorite, but it's still a good side. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. So, um, number four for me is pirates. Yeah. That's also the same way. Um, I feel as if the haunted mansion, they did this really cool interactive queue, but if you do the fast pass, they didn't kind of skip all that stuff. And it's kind of the same thing. Because Sean said it, it takes away from it. But that's the opposite effect. That's fast pass, and that's how it should be. Yeah, you don't want well, all that stuff on fast pass because right. it's you know, keep on moving, get out of the way. Right. I know, but it still kind of takes away because from of fast pass. You have to have cool interactive stuff in the regular queue because that line never moves anymore. <laughs> right. Yep. That was me channeling all the fast pass plus haters. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, Keith, number three. All right, so I never um, used to wait in line. Really, you went to Disney and didn't wait in line. Tell me how that worked out because right, I yeah. never experienced that. <laughs> Sorry, hate mail to Alan and Chanta Tiki Talk. Go ahead, I don't care. <laughs> Go ahead, Keith, right. your turn. For my uh, my third choice, I chose. Uh, don't do it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Toy Story. Oh, son of a <laughs> Midway Mania. Really? I was joking, but that really is my number three. Oh, so that is funny. Whatever, whatever Keith says, I agree. It's just really neat, like how once again they transport you, and you're essentially the size of a toy. There's just ton of cool stuff to see. I mean, there's Tinker toys that are holding up the ceiling. There's there's just um, all sorts of playing cards everywhere, and toys, and different games and stuff. It's really really neat, and it should be interesting to see what they do with the other track, like if they ban the theme or or change it up a bit. So if it should be interesting, but. I still really enjoy that cue, though. Yes. <laughs> Ditto. No, I, I agree. I love it. it I, I like that you get shrunk down the size of a toy. That's that's the main reason. It's just it's really fun to to see all the shoots and ladders games and the tinker toys and um, I want to say there's um, like Lincoln Logs or something like that. Maybe right? right? There's yep. some Lincoln mm-hmm. Logs and obviously the the giant um, Mr. Potato Head and. Uh, I think there's a speaking spell in there somewhere, and there's playing cards, and like you're in a house of cards. There's, I mean, yeah, I don't have to describe the whole stupid queue. Y'all been there, done that, but it's a great queue. I enjoyed that. That was my number three as well. Oddly enough, that this this did not make my list. The reason for it is that the last time I've done standby for this was probably five years ago. To be honest, I just I've only ever done standby for that probably one time, and that was after the Tower of Terror ten mile race. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever done it a, another time, except maybe, maybe if I actually rope dropped the park, I may have gotten there and, and gotten a fast pass and then you know done like a 10, 15 right. minute wait. But, but even then you're not, it's such a short wait. You're not experiencing the queue. No, so you're not. The, after the race is the only time I ever waited more than, you know, actually waited. I probably waited about 20 to 25 minutes that night for that. I, I'm just kind of, I'm just looking for a little bit, something a little bit more in that attraction, that queue for the attraction. I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I think just probably beyond Mr. Potato Head moving around, maybe something else happening. I don't know. 
But I mean, overall, it's like a Q is just not my list. That's okay. So my number three is probably going to be on somebody else's list here coming up. But uh, for me, number three is Tower of Terror. Oh my god, it's number three. You can't believe you ranked it that <laughs> that right there in your middle of your pack. But alright, so Terror Terror. Awesome cue. Absolutely incredible cue. Easily could be my number one. There's no doubt it could easily be number one. Reason why it isn't number one is just because, because I'm of, a rebel without a cause. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last couple times that I've gone on it, I've been packed in like a sardine. No lie. Even in the in the room where they're showing you the video, pushed up against the corner, can't breathe. The next thing I know, doors open up and we're squished. Like literally they're pressing us up against the wall. The line is just packed and the air conditioning is not moving. It's just because of that last couple of experiences for me has tainted my love of the queue. But I'm sure if I go on it this upcoming trip, it won't be like that. I'm sure that's not necessarily going to happen again. I'm sure things will work better in my favor. Just because of that, I'm just, I was disturbed by it. And that's why it's number three on my list. But I mean, overall, how could you not love the queue? The the dust that collects it, that they actually dust the dust. It's incredible. As soon as you walk into that room, it's just time completely stopped there. And you're just like, wow, the the, the amount of work that they've gone into this to make this look realistic. And, and it's been in this state for 75 years is amazing. They did so much to that. How could you not like that queue? When you go inside and you're actually waiting to get on the elevator when you're in the the maintenance area, you know, with all the uh, uh, furnaces and whatnot, boilers. I mean, that's really impressive. It makes you really feel like you're in the basement of a hotel. So, yeah, they, the queue is, is really incredible, really detailed. But because, like I said, that experience has kind of tainted it for me. Well, this one, obviously, it's a fantastic cue, and it sucks that a bad experience or two kind of ruins that. Probably more of just, you know, hopefully trying to get the people in and out quickly as possible. Of course, I do enjoy the cue a lot more than I do the actual attraction with this one, but the details and all of the hidden the symbols and things that they put into it just like, makes it a fantastic cue. Yes. It's obviously <laughs> on my list, so I'm not going to talk about it right now. Everybody who listens knows what my number one is. Well, and, yeah. And if you steal my number two, I'm going to be I'm going to interrupt you so that I can talk about it first, but go ahead. I doubt that I will, but okay, so for my uh my silver medal here, um I chose the One Man's Dream. Ooh. It's not there this anymore. Attraction it's not there anymore. It's one of my favorites on property. Um, you do know it's closed, right? It's gone. I thought it was. You just was, broke his heart. Was still open, wasn't it? I could, I could hear Keith's heart shatter <laughs> all the way in North Carolina. I heard that it was still open. No, I don't know. Is it? I thought it was. My only question is: Is are you considering the entire attraction a queue? Like, is are you calling that the queue for like the film? Is that how you're yes. looking at it? Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, "There's no cue for that. You just walk in." But well, I can see where you're. I can see you where you're going. So that's fine. I can, I can hold on. That. Let me. It's verify. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's closed. It's closed. I'm almost positive it's closed. Like I would. I would bet a large portion of no? my four k It still shows it on um, my Disney experience. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now. I could. I swear they closed it. 
I'm looking at it right now. Hmm. Well, somebody report back to us. Or you yeah, will. Ours, well, you will. Someone, someone who's uh, a local. Just not Scott, because he will never show up to find out. I thought that they had talked about shutting it down, um, but they didn't actually do it. Was I'm pretty sure was what I thought. I don't know, but it still uh, is listed on uh, the, the app. So, so we're not so, sure of it. So, Alan, what's your number two? No, that's a guy. He can finish. Go ahead, Keith. Finish up, because I'm going to keep searching the Googles to see if I can confirm whilst you talk. <laughs> okay. Well, before they potentially closed it. Back when it existed. Uh, My number two is Horizon. <laughs> Kidding, I don't even remember that. Um, but the cute, essentially, um, is the waiting area for the film. But you saw Walt's office. Um, you got to see the miniatures that he built. A bunch of props, a bunch of very early examples of merchandise. It's just really neat to kind of see the the man as well as how the company became what it is today. It's still there. Walt's desk is gone. And at the, the movie, it looks like it's been replaced by, well, last was Zootopia, I think. So, yeah. Zootopia. They're using, it, they're using it as kind of like a blue sky type thing, I guess, maybe. Or maybe they will. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So it still exists in some form of right. itself. So that's right. good. Keith will be happy. Congratulations, Keith. <laughs> yeah, your heart. I was finally right slightly. once, <laughs> once in like three years. All right. Well, for my number two, we're going to head over to the Magic Kingdom, and we're going to listen to your friend and mine, Albert Awal, from Awal Airwaves. Which, for those of you who don't know, that is Jungle Cruise. This is the Global Broadcasting Service serving remote outposts since 1928. I love the Jungle Cruise queue. I love the music. Uh, it's kind of got that 1930s jazz yep, swing tune thing going on, mm-hmm. uh, interspersed with all these like puns and stuff. You know, Albert Awal come on and say something clever, and, and then the music plays a little bit, and then he comes on and says something punny again. And I just, I love that. It's, it's, I, I could listen to the Awal Airwaves you know, cue music over and over and, and never... Never stop laughing. Every time I hear it, I laugh at the stupid jokes. Yeah, that makes the cue. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, Without you, that, it would suck. Well, I mean, obviously, but that, I could argue a lot of that. I mean, without sure. something, the cue would suck. Exactly. Would. I mean, without the cue, a bunch of metal rails. Those are my favorite. <laughs> right. Yeah. So of course, but even if that, I mean, even without the music, they've still got a lot of good sight gags. They have mm-hmm. the the chalkboards where they you know have the lunch specials listed, and they. Uh, they have the the deadly spider that is in the cage, and I mean, there's some fun stuff without the music. But you're right, the music's the best part. But uh, you know, that's why I chose it because I love the music and the cue together as a whole. Yeah, it's a good choice. I, I have there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it is I, I mean, I prefer the attraction at night, and I did enjoy it when I saw the the Jingle Cruise. But it well, is sure. a good choice. I, I like the yeah, yeah. I, I like it at night better too. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it's it is a good. Uh, Q overall, I mean, it's not uh, it's not interactive or anything like that, but it is a good old fashioned family fun Q. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. It's it's it is fun. The sight gags are great. Your music is great. The the skippers interacting with the skippers is great too. So um, it's worthy of a top five choice. Agreed for the same reasons. It's one of those that you do kind of you know have to stop and look around to find things, but the music really makes it though. All right, so for me, my number two in staying in Magic Kingdom 
with Alan is going to New Fantasyland and the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Now, Alan kind of bashed the queue earlier in the show. No, did not bash the queue. I just bashed the people who don't move along. Okay, that's true. But I like the queue. I think it's a great queue. It is a great queue. You know that? It really is. The When I first... I've only gone through the regular queue once. But I was looking at all the, the workmanship that I went into it and the faux wood beams that they created inside the the building there. It's really, really well done. Everything is really well done. I love the interactive elements of it from the collecting, playing with the jewels and the... I, I, my, my favorite part of the queue... I could do. I can stand there for twenty minutes. Is the water that shoots down? Is the colored water? There's all the different color, all different colors. You put your hand underneath that, and, and it the place water... the in place the, the the tone, right? And the yeah. water hits your hand, and the light beam will hit your hand. I I'm not kidding. I can stand there for like a half an hour just playing with that. I I just love that. It's such a yeah, cool. You're element. the reason I can't get on the stinking ride. <laughs> but when I went on it, there was there wasn't really anybody on it. Luckily which is rare because it was a Halloween party. So I was one of the last people on there. And then when you go inside a little bit further, you get to play with the the barrels with the jewels in it. And you have to spin it really, really fast, and the characters come alive on the ceiling, which is really cool to see. So overall, I mean, that's a, that's a great cue. There's a lot of little different interactive elements that keep you going as you're walking through the queue as opposed to something like Winnie the Pooh. It's got that... Well, no, Winnie the Pooh's got more than that, but you know, sometimes you just have one interactive element along the way, and it kind of people spend more time there. But at least with this, there's some other options besides just one thing. So it is a really good cue, and uh, that's my choice for number two. As of the recording of this episode, I have not not yet uh, experienced this ride, but um, in about like four days or so, I will. So I am really, really excited to see this ride. I've heard only a negative that I've heard is that it's too short of a ride, but everyone has just raved about it, the queue and everything for the reasons that Sean said and why Alan would like shove him through it is uh, because he like stand there for 20 minutes and hold up everyone else. But yeah, I can't wait to see it in person. I'll tell you the only complaint I have about it um, at the Christmas party or no, where were we? Anyway, last time we were down there and it was blasted hot and they had these giant industrial fans in the queue, but they're not, they're too, they're, they're spaced too far apart. So you stand in this fan and you get this nice breeze and you're just like, oh, this is so great. And then the line moves, you move up and you're like, oh my God, it's so hot. And then you're just like (laughs) begging to get to the next little section. And then you're like, oh, good fan. And then it's, oh my God, it's so hot. And that's what it is the whole time until you get inside. So that's my only complaint. They need to put those fans a little closer together. (laughs) For my uh, my top prize here, it's got to be the Muppet Vision 3D. I know that this is an older attraction and that it might need some updating, but the queue is just fantastic. I mean, the stuff that you can see with the play on words they do, the signs on the, the crates and hit the mat with the key, just ton of stuff to find and kind of discover as you go through it. And I just, like, I love the Muppets anyway. That's my top pick for the queues. Great attraction. I love... Muppets. So I never complain about Muppets. Uh, my number one for, uh, you know, Tower of Terror. It's the be- it's, to me, it's the best queue <laughs> in Walt Disney World. The music is great. I love that music. It's creepy. Um, you know, 
it's just it's a great it's, it's great i mean I've, I've discussed it on the show there's no reason to really harp on it and, and we've already talked about it on this show tonight but so i you know i won't i won't go down that road anymore but that's my favorite i love it i love tower of terror as a as a cue it's it's the best one out there in my opinion it just needs one touch that is it needs with the creepy music and that is sean and i singing wishes <laughs> like right as you drop that'd oh, be that, that would be funny we awesome. just got to do that. Three of us riding that together, and I could do that. <laughs> As Alan's trying to jump off of the elevator car as we're singing. Notice he's not even commenting, so I'll just go to my number one. Okay, good. So my number one is the Haunted Mansion. Uh, now, this would not, probably would not have made my top five list if they did not put the interactive graveyard scene in there. I think that just adds another layer to this attraction especially at night you get a little creep factor in there a little bit more and especially at the Halloween party it's even more creepy the graveyard scene I, I just love that and my kids love that being able to play the, the music on there and catching the bubbles that pop out and talking to the ghost who's trying to get the riddles going on it's it's just a fun attraction and you get to go inside and you get the uh, the shrinking room whatever the hell it's called uh, brain fart um, shrinking whatever Stretching room. Stretching room, sorry. In there, and then you move into the hallways that get thinner and thinner and thinner, and it's dark and creepy. I just love it. I mean, it's a... And then you get onto the attraction. I mean, you know, it's just... It's just like perfection. You know, like the... Imagineers did great storytelling from beginning to end, and, you know, I... I there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, how could you not like the Haunted Mansion queue? Exactly. I mean, as everyone knows, the mansion is my favorite attraction on property. The queue is so much better now with those interactive touches. And um, it's just really fun to go through and watch the kids and stuff like trying to figure out the bookshelf and everything. It's just really fun. Yep. It was one of my honorable mentions along with um, Space Mountain, believe it or not. I love Space Mountain's queue. I love the music. And uh, does anybody remember Space Mountain TV? Yes. <laughs> that was yes. so terrible, but I loved it. It was uh-huh. like I look back at it and I go, "Man, that was so, that was so quintessential '90s." I loved Space Mountain TV, uh, and I loved the queue. I loved the little holograms. Uh, the game itself, you know, whatever. It's fine. It's it, it is what it is. I have no real opinion on the game. I've always liked that queue. Uh, the the space tunnel music is is one of my oh, the favorites. music is great. So everybody has heard our choices for best cues and we're going to read some of our responses from some of the listeners on social media on facebook and twitter so uh the first one is uh on facebook is uh corbett harrell he says journey into imagination it's more interesting than a ride itself and filled with references to a variety of disney films including some that are buried deep in the archives that's it's a good point actually the journey into imagination cue is actually pretty good it's almost better than the attraction itself so um i'm there I, i believe you and next, Catherine Purcell Grisham. I really enjoy the updated Peter Pan queue as well as Everest. Peter Pan queue I haven't seen yet, but I'm hoping to do it on my next one. I've heard great things about it. It's just going to depend on how long the line is. And Lisa Green, a good friend of the show, says, uh, said Soren, I'm joking. It's Tower of Terror. So um, I hope that they do uh, something with the queue for Soren since it's down now and they're adding on to it because it is, it is sorely needed. And then Emily Sudhoff, I hope I said that right, says all of them. I guess as long as you're uh, at the park, I guess it's not uh, such a bad day. So 
Agree with you there. Up next, and I am the designated pronouncer of this young lady's name, <laughs> Stephanie Hershtrishan, uh, my friend. I'm the only one who can say her name, apparently, so I say it every time. She said Tower of Terror. Uh, she loves the, uh, the spooky jazz tunes, the tree-lined outdoor queue, and the lobby. All of it is spooky perfection, plus a fantastic pre-show video. Um, I agree with that. And also, Paul Tower Nicky also uh, says the Tower of Terror because there's lots of details in the lobby and basement. There's items left by the hotel guests and staff, as well as props from the Twilight Zone TV series. They also have great background music playing. Uh, that could only get better if it had, like, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or something on it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> didn't say that. Just kidding. Yeah. Next, we have uh, Christian Ovsenik. Haunted Mansion, even though some things didn't work when we were there in December, and Muppets. I really like the Muppets Theater Lobby. Hopefully you found the key in the Muppet Theater Lobby. Check under the mat. Uh, Rob Murick, Peter Pan and Expedition Everest. The fun and whimsical details in Peter Pan are excellent. The details are amazing in the Expedition and Everest. None of us brought up Expedition, Expedition Everest, but uh, that is a good one. That is a good one. I didn't think of that. I'm, I'm ashamed of us. Amy... Lundquist um, says pirates. It's not only is nice and cool out of the sun, um, but the decor is fun. Yes, it is. And Stephanie Souza says Indiana Jones at Disney in Disneyland, Grizzly River Run um, in California Adventure, um, as well as Expedition Everest at Disney World. Um, I have not seen anything in California, so I must well take your word for it and. Uh, Expedition Everest is really cool, too. So, agreed there. Next up is Mick E. Mouse. Tower of Terror uh-huh. because of the details and the great music. And then uh, also One Year at Disney, who is... One Year at Disney on Twitter uh, says either Everest, Tower of Terror, or Star Tours uh, because theming, theming, and Star Wars theming. <laughs> you can't go wrong with Star Wars theming. Next, Missy M. at Magic My Way. While I go... I, while I won't go unless it's at Rope Drop, I do love the new Peter Pan queue. It's wonderful. Next, Bill, Mr. Coaster. Tower is great. My fave Disney queue overall is India Disneyland. So much theming and so interesting throughout. Peas and Carrots 3 says, uh, I admittedly never wait in standby unless if it's 20 minutes or less, but do love the Tower of Terror queue, there is so much detail, and the music is great. Dizwire says Indie um, Disneyland, um, though Expedition Everest and Tower of Terror are tied for a close as a second. Next up, we have Sean uh, at the Diz Nerd uh, Expedition Everest. Unparalleled detail in storytelling. I actually like it more than the ride itself. And we have Magical Every Day on Twitter. Uh, Expedition Everest has such a fantastic queue. We never get to wait in it because of single rider line, but the details are spectacular. Next, Kevin, terrible at Terrible Pirate 7. My hot take on the subject is Haunted Mansion due to the ability to visit the mighty sea captain Culpepper Klein. Next, Ellie, Miss Ellie Mouse. Everest because there is so much to look at, at and moderate air conditioning. And then... Amber um, goes by Pastry Goblin, says you have to give some love to It's Tough to Be a Bug, Animals in the Tree of Life, but Expedition Everest and the Tower of Terror are tops. And David Benter, hi David, good friend of the show. The voice uh, of the Tiki Podcast. <laughs> says the Haunted Mansion, because it's interactive and uh, the visual sets the mood for your entrance. 
Next up is Sprinkle Me Disney, uh, at Sprinkle Me Diz on Twitter, who says, Peter Pan, pure magic. Uh, I, I Like Sean said earlier, I, I want to see the new queue. I haven't had a chance to see it. Uh, and then Christopher uh, at BuenaVista28 says, Indy, hands down. Must be a West Coast guy. <laughs> yeah. Next, DVCM at Smurfy Flute. I use fast passes, single rider lines, and go through too fast to enjoy. Haunted Mansion queues. New musical interaction is great, plus the tombstones. Next, DVC Peppa. That goes by DVC Peppa. Another vote for Expedition Everest here. And then um, Peppa the pig thing. <laughs> Keith is. I am. I yeah. They said it's Peppa, not Peppa. I love that pig. Um. <laughs> oh, that whistling is wow. really <laughs> vicious in my ear right now. Oh. Daffy Stardust says, uh, Tradition Everest up the Tower of Terror and Little Mermaid Dark Ride. And Ray Magana at MDUR Ray 20 says, uh, The Seven Dwarves Mine Train for Interactives and another vote for Indiana Jones at Disneyland. I'm gonna have to fly out there and see that because it sounds really fantastic from all of you. <laughs> Yeah, it was closed on my trip. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. Well, we want to thank everybody for their responses on Facebook and Twitter. As always, you guys did not fail to come through for us in the in the, in the clutch when we needed your help. So thank you for doing that. Uh, and thanks to Sean and Keith for coming up with a great idea. And that is going to do it for this week. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your, your door. For more information, visit KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Also, head over to MyFantasyBands.com where you can get customized stickers for your magic bands. And you can pick from all sorts of stuff. There's, like, literally, I think there's everything on there. And you can use Enchanted Tiki Talk 20 as the code to get 20% off your order. That's Enchanted Tiki Talk 2-0 to get 20% off your order of customized customized magic band covers at myfantasybands.com be sure to let us know what you thought of the show comment in the notes at enchantedtikitalk.com email us at podcast at enchantedtikitalk.com or leave us a message on the tiki talk hotline which is 256-4MY-TIKI that's 256-469-8454 we haven't had one of those in a while you guys are slacking off on that call us <laughs> be sure to like us on Facebook check out our store at redbubble.com follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at tiki talk podcast and lastly if you enjoy the show please take the time to rate us on iTunes and you can find me on Twitter at one minute Disney dream that's one M-I-N Disney dream mouseworldvacations.com and mousepros.com and you can find me on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at Dole Whip Daily and you can find me at work because it is busy no you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Norman Bates that's N-O-R-M-N-B the number 8 and the letter S thanks for listening this week for Sean and Keith I'm Alan and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk Aloha I think next time I'm going to try to do the entire closing spiel in one breath. (laughs) I'm absolutely convinced I can't. I'm going to try. If you hear me just stop and hear this, you might want to call somebody. (laughs) That's me passing out. I've fallen and I can't get up. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Log on to MousePros.com to plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by Kingdom Strollers. 
Visit KingdomStrollers.com on your next visit to Orlando or call 407-271-5301 for premium stroller and crib rentals. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.